Welcome to the Tripland Tailgate Talk Show. Thanks for tuning in. This is our first episode of a weekly podcast that will feature Mike Will, radio legend here in the Tri-Cities, Hastings Tribune sports editor Will Reynolds, Hastings Tribune audience engagement Nick Blasnitz, and Marcus Metcalf, Hastings Tribune sports writer. With this podcast, we're hoping to get out to the communities and give everybody some love uh, on some of the big sporting events that are going on and the team's successes. We want to get recognition out there for all of our Tribland communities and just highlight some performances and milestones along the way. With this first episode, we did have a few technical difficulties, as it is our first time trying something like this, but... We do promise to get better at this and produce a higher quality show going forward. Thank you for your patience and enjoy the show. What you're about to hear is the start of our interview with Sandy Creek football assistant coach Ross Ostendorf speaking with Mike Will, Will Reynolds, Nick Blasnitz, and Marcus Metcalf on how the Cougars are doing this season. 1972 team, the only uh, team that's really went undefeated and untied here. You guys are kind of chasing that down. Has it been brought up uh, with you guys at all? As uh, I know you guys have celebrated with those guys uh, last week. Uh, how much of a – is there pressure on this team now going into this week? Week two trips and then one week at a time. One and all every week. That's our, that's our goal. Just keep one game at a time. We didn't play um, a perfect game last week. We've got, a lot of, we've got a lot of great leaders, a really good culture, and, and a lot of players that can do – make a lot of things happen. And you guys are fairly new, you know, the eight-man football on the – so far, what have you seen out of this team, this team on field? Because it's, it's pretty loaded this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of tough teams. And we luckily got to experience a lot of those tough teams in uh, a lot of the team camps this summer. So we got to kind of see, you know, what we need to work on, what other teams are doing, um, and understand that, that it's, uh, it's, it's going to be a tough road. We're going to play some tough games, a lot of games like uh, EMS. And EMS was a tough team, and that was, that was huge for us as a confidence standpoint. Now the kids know that they can do it. They can keep playing that hard. And, and that was, we saw a lot out of the kids that game. And that was, that was very impressive. And it was a 64 62. What was that? Three overtimes you guys played? Yep. yep. Three overtime game. Um, you know, we have a, we have a lot, made a lot of mistakes, a couple of turnovers here and there. But not once did you look at the kids and they had their, their heads held. They were, they were ready to go. You know, if, if we had a turnover or a mistake, they were ready to go. Next play, made a big play type of thing. So they were. Like I said, again, a lot of credit for the kids. They never hung their heads. They just kept playing, and, and they, they worked hard. How tough is Brecken Schluter to, to stop on the EMF time? Uh, you better bring everybody to tackle him. <laughs> he is a stud. He, he ran hard, and he had, what, one week, 50-some carries or something? Yeah, 56 carries, I think, or something. Yeah. I mean, that kid works hard, and there's a lot of credit to, to him and that EMF team because they are a very tough football team, and he's a very good player. All right, so that's uh, what's going on with uh, Sandy Creek football. Here again, they got a game coming up uh, Friday night at Southern Valley. They play at Heartland, and then they'll uh, be at home to take on uh, McCool Junction to wrap up the regular season. What about you guys are uh, looking to uh, maybe potential playoff teams yet? Yeah, you're starting to put together some information on uh, some teams that you could see in the playoffs? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're always prepared, especially Shooter. That, I tell you what, that guy is one prepared son of a gun. He, <laughs> he is always ready. Um, Got a bunch of plans. We're just we're uh, following his leadership, doing doing what he asks, and, and we're going to be ready. We're, we're uh, like I said, credit to the kids. They they want it bad. So, well, what's this team got to do to maybe uh, make some noise during the postseason? Uh, keep doing their job. Like I said, one one in every week. Keep doing their thing. Keep working. Um, we've 
have a lot of really good practices. We're learning stuff every day. Um, fix the little things. They, they're very, very dedicated. They come to work every single day. And it's, it's fun to see. It's fun to watch. What about the, the little things you need to have fixed? Uh, what, are you, what are you gearing on? What are you focusing on? Oh, just uh, um, more specifically, defensive side of things. Make sure you're locked on your keys. Trust that, trust that the guy next to you is going to make the play. I mean, we got a lot of we got a lot of studs on, on the field, so they all want to make the play. Um, so you got to, you know, kind of get them get them squared away. Let them know, that, hey, the guy next to you is going to make the play too. And uh, like I said, we got a lot of guys. We got a lot of guys that can play. So we've been we've been lucky to have, you know, enough guys that don't have to play both sides of the ball to keep guys fresh, keep keep guys playing hard, and it's, and it's been fun. All right. Thanks, Ross. Appreciate you coming by. All right. We a little Sandy Creek of football here as we uh, do our first uh, Tribland tailgate talk show of the season. Brought to you again by the uh, Down South Bar and Grill in DeWeese. That's where we are right now. Again, their Halloween bash is coming up on October the 21st. Going to be featuring the uh, Jesse Carr Band that night. A uh, little Halloween bash. They're going to have a costume contest, prizes, as always, Husker football tickets for uh, first place, generously donated by one of our favorite local customers here. So come celebrate with us at the uh, Down South Bar and Grill. We're in Deweese. There'll be, again, a $5 cover charge that night, but it's uh, well worth the cash. It's going to be a great time. There's always a great time here in Deweese, <laughs> drinking uh, shot specials all night long. So, again, uh, check it out on October the 21st. That's their big night, Down South bar and grill Halloween bash going on that night. If you're in the area, come on out. We've got uh, plenty of food. Of course, uh, uh, it's wing night here. Everybody enjoying wings. If that's not your forte, we've got uh, all kinds of different meals. We've got burgers and sandwiches available on the menu. I see uh, pizza. They've got uh, beef and kraut. Beef and kraut pizza. I can love that. I can love that right now. Cheese pizza, barbecue chicken, They've got uh, barbecue uh, chicken pizza, meat lovers, chicken bacon ranch, the breakfast pizza, the Philly cheese t uh, steak pizza, and the Supreme all available here at the Down South Bar and Grill. There's no reason to go anywhere else. Come on down to Deweese and uh, uh, join us again with our, our first uh, Tribland tailgate uh, talk show of the season. We'll go do it again uh, next Wednesday night at 6 o'clock. We'll let you know the location as the uh, week rolls on here. So. Are we going to let Shaw on the air? We're going to let Brian Shaw on the air, of course. So we're going to be talking uh, some uh, Sandy Creek stuff with him. We're going to be talking some uh, Husker stuff uh, with him. And we're going to let him pick the games. We're going to actually let him pick the games. Yep. All right, let's get uh, Brian over here. Brian, my man, it is uh, so good to uh, catch up with you again, my man down here. And uh, to waste what's been going on. I know you're probably uh, busy out on the farm, aren't you? Yes, it's busy now. It'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, we, we love it. We love it down here in the Dewey's. I, I love this place. I, I can tell already. You, you probably spent a little time down here, don't you? <laughs> all right, let's, uh, what are we going to talk? Let's talk, let's talk uh, Husker football, first of all, right off of the top of our, our head here. Of course, uh, Brian, uh, a former uh, Husker. Give us uh, your rundown to the first couple of ball games. What have you been seeing out of your beloved Huskers? You know, I mean, I'm a fan of this one, right? I'm just cheering for the guys and, and, and hoping for the best. And, you know, coming into a year where we've got a new head coach, and, you know, I believe, I believe in everything that he's saying. He sounds right, and I love it. 
and we've got our own side. That's what you do, right? And uh, that makes all the fans a little bit on edge and whatever else. I'm just glad to see them come back and, and, and win a cup now. And obviously, this one's a tough one, and, and it'll be a challenge. But, but you know, I think going forward, I think we'll at least have the right chance. Well, what did you see out of our quarterbacks in the first couple of weeks? Heinrich Harburg? Uh, you know, whether it's – I don't know that I have a – you know, for a rooting interest, I, I think Heinrich is kind of my guy. But you know, he's down to 30 years, and he's giving us the best chance to win. You know, I trust the coach. You're talking with uh, Brian Shaw here at uh, Dewey's tonight at the uh, Down South uh, Bar and Grill. What about uh, the defense over there for the uh, Huskers? What have you seen out of the D? It looks like it's uh, much improved maybe over the past couple of seasons. You know – I guess to me, it just looks more inspired. It's more inspired football. They're just running around. They've got their, they're making plays. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's good to see. You know, and I think that when you look at, uh, you know, what Coach Rule and his staff is willing to put in, I think they want to build it on a defense. They want to build it on a rushing attack. They want to build it on uh, good special teams. And, and from a time when things were good for us and I played, that was the formula, right? I mean, and, you know, we had great offenses, don't, don't get me wrong, but, Championships. Defense's best friend is special teams, and when you can just keep the clock running and shorten the game and just power over people, I mean, there's, there's no better formula. And I think that what this kid Nebraska fans we love that kind of football, and that kind of that sort of work. You know, that's who we are. That's who what that's what represents us. So I think we can all associate with that. Again, talking with uh, Brian Shaw here in uh, Dewey's at the Down South uh, Bar and Grill. Let's uh, let's swing into the Sandy Creek stuff, Brian. Uh, your your hometown team, you're doing it quite well. Yeah, you know, I love it. Obviously, um, when I first came back um, full time, um, was asked to help and helped, and it was great coaching over there. And now that I have kids in there, obviously my uh, love for the game and love for the coaches and whatever is uh, is uh, you know folklore. And uh, I'm glad to be helping out. I'm glad that Coach Tua Wiseman and his staff gives me that opportunity. It's nice to be out there, and you know whether I do from a personal basis, like family or not, um, it's good to have a success out there. Kind of an interesting coaching staff makeup, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it, really, it really is good. You know, and, uh, you know what? Quite a few of us out there right now, but uh, you know, it was it was a few years back we were not doing real well. You know, we had to build this program from ground zero and, and uh, kind of change the culture out there and, and, and buy in. And they kept us in the weight room and. Starting the off season, that made no progress, and and it's kind of nice to see it come full circle here. They really have a success. Really got some uh, experience down uh, in the lower ranks, don't you? I heard Sandy Creese got some uh, good kids coming up. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, for sure. I think this one is going is going to stay. You know what I mean? I think we're going to be around. People have been talking about Sandy Creese football for a while now, and I, that 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 is really exciting. We've got um, both a work ethic and a culture that uh, is sustainable. And then you bring in some of the athletes that are coming up is, is, is pretty exciting. Coach, you kind of talked about the buy-in and everything. And it made me think of last year. Uh, I was out here for the first eight-man game. And just the community, I mean, just roaring. You know, it was a great start to this you know, new kind of chapter. Uh, just talk about that community support. And, I mean, especially when the team's on the roll like it is right now. What, what is it like with you guys? Uh, you know, well, it's good. You know, uh, when we, when we first come over, we didn't know really what to expect out of the eight-man ball game, and uh, you know, the first one looked great for us. I mean, um, and uh, it, it is good to have the fans come out and support us. You know, we're doing it for every school of our community. Um, it's kind of neat when everybody comes together. Nobody keeps track of all your family. We're all the same big traffic. We're all the same. 
What about watching Josh compared to Ethan? I mean, it's obviously very two di very different kids, very different you know positions on the field. But compare those two for me a little bit. Well, let's uh, let's probably get to what we brought you up here for, and that was to, to <laughs> pick a pick a pick a few games here. And um, you know, we obviously at the Tribune do our prep picks every week. We obviously do some college games: Hastings College, Huskers. Uh, I've been since I've been sports editor, I've been throwing in some you know Division One games and NFL games and things like that. So, oh, you threw us a curveball this week. Now <laughs> we're 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 kind of picking against the spread. Picking down the here. spread, yeah. I mean, you, you know, is, is is Penn State going to cover against Northwestern or not? We don't know. Um, probably. Anyway, uh, so we had our prep picks, and I'll, I'll read these games off. And I, Brian, I kind of told you to focus on maybe a, a few games of the of the few. But we've got Adam Central at St. Paul. You know, Adam Central's five and zero. St. Paul one and four. Hastings is three and two at Northwest, which is two and three. Saint Cecilia at Kearney Catholic uh, five and over is four and one. Kennesaw at Lawrence Nelson, uh, both three and two squads. Big rivalry game there. Thayer Central five and zero. EMF four and one. Johnson Brock 5 and 0, BDS 4 and 1. You know, there's a huge eight-man slate this week in this area. Uh, Minden 4 and 1 at Aurora 3 and 2, uh, GICC at Wood River 1 and 4. Uh, both of those schools. So, um, Brian, I, I asked you to kind of focus on the Kennesaw Lawrence Nelson, their Central EMF, and Johnson Brock and BDS games. I mean, give me your your thoughts on those. You've seen some of those teams, and I'm sure you've done a little bit of scouting on them. Uh, 
Food West and Johnson Black. Talk about both the powerhouse teams and and uh, and, and what's going on there. You know, Food West is led by your, some of your familiar names in Weber and Northern, and, and then you both do your brand on the line. And you know, can't say I know a lot of names on Johnson Black, but uh, you know, just looking at schools, Johnson Black must be pretty impressive. So if I had to put some money on it, <laughs> Johnson Black on those eight games. So. That sounds pretty good. We usually have a rule at the Tribune, a rule of thumb, don't pick against BDS, and it seems to always come true, but this time I, I think I'm with you. Uh, I'm leaning towards Johnson Brock. Yeah, I had uh, I had Johnson Brock in that game as well. Uh, their, their quarterback is named Sloan Pelican. Uh, so just based off the name alone, I mean, I looked at his stats, but just off Sloan Pelican, I had to pick Johnson Brock. I, I feel comfortable. I'm on the other side. I'm on the BDS this week. You, you you can't go against BDS, can you? Thirty-seven and three yeah, in, the, yeah, in the regular season, yeah, the last five years. That, that's what I thought. I said you can't go against BDS. I looked up and I read some stuff on Johnson Brock. <laughs> They're the real deal, but you can't go against BDS until they get beat. That, that's a team that's that is always right there. It's, it is very hard to go against them, but when you look at BDS getting barely beat by Lord and then yep. Johnson Brock coming out and beating them by forty or something like that, that, that might that looks like a tell. I think. I hope. Now, Sean, I'm going to St. Paul. I'm going to St. Paul this week. I need a little help. Adam Central and St. Paul. Do the Cats have anything for the uh, Patriots on their Friday night? You know, I'm not, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 don't. I would say traditionally they do, but Adam Central looks like they're taking care of business. Adam Central is uh, that's kind of a funny team. It's a team that is uh, 5-0 and on the season, but they haven't really wowed anybody yet you know they're winning but they haven't really wowed anybody yet with uh, any of their games so far yeah their offense is just it's it's not there I mean they they have a bunch of different pieces they got Nick Conan at running back you know they have a new quarterback uh, defense has been the anchor of Adam Central um, and, and that's no surprise they've been that way the last you know number of years Josh Lewis who took over as head coach was the D coordinator and and he's obviously carried that into his head coaching role and and they've, they've been stout that way there's four uh, C1 teams that are unbeaten. Adam Central's second lowest in the uh, defensive points allowed per game. And so, like you said, I mean, this defense has been their moniker the last few years, and uh, it's going strong again this week. So, proud of them myself. I've gone against my Patriots the last few weeks, but this week <laughs> I'm going with my Patriots this week. I think they'll get it done. All right, you're with me, buddy. You're with me. All right, some uh, prep picks. Are we going to let them uh, do the college stuff too? Yeah. Sean, uh, we gotta let you do some college stuff. Uh Dort Hastings College. Well you can't you you can go out on the limb. I'll tell you what, Dort, I started to do some work on that because we'll have the uh, game for you on Saturday. Dort is a good team. Dort is a good team. You always think about Morningside, you always think about the Northwestern being the highest scoring teams in the G Pack. Not this week. It's Dort. <laughs> It's the defenders, the Dort defenders from Sioux Center, Iowa. They're the number one scoring team in the GPAC. They're the, also the number one defense in the GPAC. They're only giving up like 11 points a game. So I, I like what Man Franzen is doing at Hastings College, but they're going to have a tough time with uh, Dort on Saturday afternoon. It's homecoming. Why do you bring in one of the top teams in the nation? Heck, it's homecoming Saturday at Hastings College, and they brought in the one of the best teams in the country. They're ranked number 14 or something this week. So that was a, a good choice there. Well, they, they could have had a homecoming maybe a few weeks earlier against Jamestown. Uh, they barely eked that one out. So I don't know. I mean, I don't think any win is guaranteed uh, in the NAI, in the GPAC especially. But, um, yeah, I, I think I had I had Dort. Uh, I think 
by all nine of us, I think. Yeah, I think uh, everybody's only two. Out. Only two of us had Hastings College, and Marcus, you were one of them, weren't you? I took Hastings, and I'm Dort's really turned around the last couple of years, guys. But I wouldn't be surprised if Dort comes in here and shocks the world and beats Hastings on homecoming day. But I don't think <laughs> so. You haven't already. No Broncos. Started, you haven't already started partaking here at the uh, Down South Bar and Grill, have you? Nope. Anyway, well, we'll see what Matt gets done uh, this weekend. Uh, Michigan, uh, Nebraska, you've already said it's going to be a tough go for the uh, Huskers. And then Will here, he throws in he throws in a game against the spread. You've got to Penn State favored by 26 points on his Saturday playing at Northwestern. Who do you like, Penn State to cover, Northwestern to cover? I don't know, but Northwestern get a win. <laughs> well, they had 26 points. Holy cow. Well, they haven't played Nebraska yet, so. Hey, Northwestern came back and beat Minnesota last week. All right, Penn State covers. I'm on the other side. Yeah, you, I think you might have been the only one, only one that took Northwestern. All right. Yeah. I am? Yeah, I think you are. Anytime you can get 26 points at home, you've got to take the home dog. I don't care what division it's in. It's a big margin. Yeah, you're getting 26 points at home. You take the, you take the dog. Uh, yeah. 18, 19, somewhere around there, yeah. So You take the home dog. I think it's going to be a close game. I, I really do. I think you might see like a 31 to 20 ball game, maybe, Michigan to win. I think the Huskers cover the spread this week. I'm going to leave my wizard pick out there early, gang. I think the Huskers will cover the spread against Michigan. I think they'll play them tough. I'll say a Michigan will win 31-20. God bless you. <laughs> You're not going to go out on a limb with me? No, no. I think uh, I think Nebraska is going to uh, – Nebraska's defense is going to try and keep them in the game, but I think they're going to get worn out, and, and Michigan's going to take it to them. So. I think that's kind of neat that the, that, you know, the, the pundits actually think that we're in Nebraska for the trap. You know, they, I think they're – Yeah. For real, and, and, and rightfully so. I mean, if we don't turn the ball over, you can't turn the ball over four times against a good team and expect to, to play them within the 30 points. But you also have to p possess the ball a little bit. I mean, the defense can't stay on the field the entire game yeah. and just inch, 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 inch. It's got to be, you know, your offense has got to move the ball a little bit and keep keep uh, Michigan at bay just a tiny tad. Yeah, Heinrich's got to make some plays. You know, he's a, it's it's time to step up on stage. It's a, it's a big game. If he thinks he's a Division One quarterback, now is the time to uh, prove it out there with a, a big game with Michigan coming in. What a cool opportunity. Yep, no doubt. No doubt. So. Yep. Well, what, what's what's in your future? Anything going on down here in the Shaw Land? Anything that anybody needs to know about? I'm I'm just chasing kids. Comes to an and it's a great life. You know what I mean? Everybody's healthy and 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 uh, eating really well at the Shaw House. And, uh, and, uh, There's food on the table. There's. If I can't put a plug in for Josh down at Fort Hayes, he's doing a little rub on there, and the team is trying to turn things around a little bit, and, and I'm excited for him down there, too. So, uh, I don't know, the whole family's uh, doing well. You make it down there much? Or? Yes, all the time. Okay. You know, I'd love to get down to uh, Nebraska either this weekend or next weekend with, uh, I know we have a lot of family uh, teammates uh, be back around the, the stadium, but uh, there's nothing better than chasing your own kids. So that's, that's, that's where you'll find me is, is uh, at Tiger Games. I was going to say, how often do you get a chance to go down the lake? And I know, obviously, you guys do have kids that are worried about, and, you know, but how often do you get a chance to go down the lake and go to a game or two? Well, up until Josh getting into college, we went quite a bit. And, uh, you know, season ticket holder and stuff like that, they do win every time. It really changes the sport. Um, 
Hell, you don't have a suite down there? What's going on with the Shaws? I thought you'd maybe be in there with uh, Larry the Cable Guy or something. Yeah. Awesome, Brian. Well, appreciate you stopping by and joining us. And uh, we'll see how your picks turned out. And, and hopefully all of us have, have good luck as well because we've – it's been a kind of a clunky, clunky deal for all of us this year. We're none of us are doing too hot on the prep picks. Oh, you're tough picks. Yeah, well, picks. I, I'll take responsibility, but yeah, it's it's not been pretty either. I, you know, it's not like I'm favoring for myself or any, anything like that. So, um, but yeah, Brian, appreciate you coming down. We're happy to be here in Deweese and um, you know, giving giving Sandy Creek some love, obviously, and we we wish them the best of luck, best of the way. All right. How, how, how do you like that? Since you brought him up, how do you like O'Dion out there in Colorado? Uh, you know, uh, strictly for spectators only. I wouldn't trade Will for him for nothing. I, I like where we're at. I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it for nothing. I mean, he's showtime. <laughs> That's what it is, but I don't know if that lasts. <laughs> we'll see how long it lasts. All right, Brian, thanks for stopping by. Brian Shaw. You come down to Sandy Creek, you come to this neck of the woods, you got to have Brian Shaw on the radio, and that's kind of what we thought. we got to bring Shaw in and at least get him on and uh, see what his feelings are down here. So, well, Speaking of those standings here in the uh, prep picks, we've got Nick Blasnitz and Doug Duda out front, 41-19. and 19. I was on top of that list. Uh, you've been up there, you know, historically I think you're pretty good, Mike. I, I, I think I'm the defending champion in this uh, thing. I, I yep. think I won it last year. I started off well, but I have – petered out here lately. I, yeah. I don't know what's going on. I petered out. Yeah, our, our press man, uh, Dan Orr, up there in third place, or I guess second place, technically, 38 and 22. Darren Fowler. Yeah, I know. Dan Dan just kind of goes with his heart, and and uh, he gets what he gets, but yeah. Yeah, thir 38 and 22, uh, two games ahead of, of third place. Darren Fowler and myself, 36 and 24. Uh, and I guess Mike Will is also in that category, 36 and 24. Mason Kern of Local 4 uh, News, he's 35 and 25. Laura Bean, our co-worker, photographer, 34 and 26. And uh, Marcus Metcalf, 34 and 26 as Marcus, well. Marcus, you're bringing up the rear, my man. It's not the end yet. <laughs> yeah, we're halfway. You're, we're not to the end yet. And you're already starting to fade, Marcus. No, I'm not. I'm yeah, you did have the best week last week. So best of luck. Uh, you do have a few picks off of the off of the crowd this week. So hopefully those come come true for you. But um, yeah, all of us last week we we lost Kennesaw, we lost the Shelton, Blue Hill, and Hastings College. Those were unanimous picks. Uh, nobody has gone undefeated yet in any any of our weeks. So awesome. I know that's pretty tough to do. I've done it once. I did it my very first year during championship week. Uh, I know Nick's probably had a few perfects in there. Laura Beam, I know for sure has. This is Darren's first year doing it. Marcus, your third year, second year. Uh, yeah, so those undefeated weeks don't come very often, but um, there's always a shocker in there. So, Again, we're uh, down here at the uh, Down South Bar and Grill in uh, Deweese. It's our uh, first uh, Tripland tailgate talk show of the season. We'll do it again next Wednesday night at 6, and we'll 
get you the location. We could be coming to a bar and a location uh, new uh, near year. We're going to do this uh, every Wednesday night for the uh, foreseeable future. Um, presented by the Hastings Tribune, of course, and uh, Extreme Sports. I'll tell you about uh, Down South Bar and Grill again. They got that Halloween costume uh, contest coming up on October the 21st. going to be a little early this year because of Baby Davis. Yeah, Baby Davis is scheduled to appear at the end of October, so they've had to push up uh, the Halloween up to October the 21st. So uh, we're going to have a big bash this year, $5 cover charge, drink and shot specials all night long. Of course, the uh, costume uh, contest with prizes as always. Husker football tickets for a first place, generously donated by one of our favorite local customers. So come celebrate us. It's going to be a good time. Place is going to be jammed on that night. So I'm making a point to be here October the 21st. The Jesse Carr Band is going to be here. She is good. She's out of Grand Island. Uh, the Jesse Carr Band is going to be here uh, playing for the Halloween Bash. So make it a point. Put it down in your calendar. Come here, enjoy food, and enjoy the Halloween Bash on October the 21st here at the uh, Down South Bar and Grill in Deweese. Yeah, so we'll just kind of wrap things up here tonight uh, with some previews, looking, talking about next week and this weekend. Um, we've got Hastings College football. We've talked about them, you know, bringing Dort to town for their homecoming, and it's going to be it's going to be tough. Uh, they they just suffered their second loss. Uh, Briarcliff, maybe a team they should have beat, probably a team they should have beat. Um, so number fourteen, Dort coming to town. Mike, tell us tell us about the defenders. What what you're expecting out of that one? All right, the number one offense, the number one defense. That's all you got to really say. Number one offense and number one defense. Hastings College will have to figure out some way to create a little offense. Their defense has been playing halfway decent. Offense has been uh, up and down, a lot of downs. They, they make some big plays, but kind of what we talked about with uh, Nebraska, they need to stay on the field and keep the defense off the field. they got to sustain some drives. So we'll see what they get done against uh, one of the better defenses around. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a different type of team. Morningside's a different type of team, maybe not as potent as they have been in the past, but Dort, they, they run an option uh, type of offense, and you see it only one time throughout the year. That's why teams have problems with this. We, we see it. We play 10 games. Nine teams run the spread. So now all of a sudden thrown here right in the middle of the season, you've got to stop everything that you've been learning, and now you gotta, you, you've got an option team that comes out there, and it causes problems. Uh, for some reason, it, it causes problems. You see it only one time. You can't rep enough uh, with your scout team during the week to uh, to get prepared for an option team. And we've had problems with Dort. They've run all over us the past couple of years since they've uh, kind of elevated the program a little bit. That's what I was going to say, because it's so hard to defensively scheme for an offense that runs the option. Yep. Because linebackers, the keys are different. Compared to a spread offense, you maybe got a receiver and tight end. Got to worry about the quarterback, running back, and maybe tight end and another receiver blocker. So this Hastings College defense is going to have a tough time come Saturday. But there, the Dort is big and they're physical. Maybe the, one of the biggest teams uh, in the conference. Offensive line is huge, so they're one of the biggest and uh, most physical teams uh, in the conference. So we'll see what happens. I'm impartial to the option because I grew up watching Air Force in Colorado Springs, and I just loved watching how different that was from everything else that everyone was running. So I'm impartial to the to the uh, option offense, but um, yeah. So anyway, moving on from uh, from Hastings College football, 
We've got Hastings College Volleyball checking in on them a little bit. Uh, McKenna Asher, St. Cecilia product, was the uh, GPAC Player of the Week this week as the setter. I believe she had 82 assists uh, throughout the week, a couple of match wins for the Broncos. I was at the match where they swept Doan. And uh, they're just getting healthier. They had a, a ranking to start the season. They're number 24 in the preseason poll. And then they, they kind of suffer a few losses there. They get hurt. That was the biggest thing. Lost a few key players, some outside hitters to some injuries. And, and uh, now they're just getting back to some health through the middle of this GPAC season uh, to hopefully make a run at this thing, you know, in the, in the uh, GPAC tournament and maybe get another national bid like they did last year. Uh, they actually ended up winning a, a match at home, beating Texas Wesleyan and moving on to the, uh, the final site. So... Um, they got some big matches coming up. They got their Dakota trip. So they got Dakota Wesleyan first, and, and Dakota Wesleyan's receiving votes right now. And then you got number 16, Jamestown, on that trip as well. So Jamestown, defending national champion uh, in, in volleyball. So going to be a difficult, challenging road trip for the Bronco volleyball team, but uh, we'll see how they fare. Um, women's soccer just suffered its first loss today. We were going to talk about how special they were uh, having an undefeated season so far, 6-0-1 before today. They lost one nothing. gave up one goal to Briarcliff, I think, in the, the third minute of the game and uh, had 87 minutes to try and find an equalizer. Just couldn't get it done. But uh, obviously still a lot to look forward to. Uh, Briarcliff been, been a good squad the last few years. Um, men's team also took a loss uh, in, in soccer for the Broncos today, 2-1. Uh, to one. They had all three goals in the first half. Hastings scored first but couldn't, uh, couldn't keep the Chargers off the board. So... Um, and Marcus, you were at the uh, final round of the Hastings College Invite yesterday and uh, at Lachlan Country Club. I know the men won. Uh, what did you see out there? It was pretty competitive. And that win club picking up kind of late into that afternoon and kind of making difficult. The back nine scores, I was talking to um, the sports information director at Hastings College, Adam Mazur, and they said the scores on the back nine were really low, or high, excuse me, compared to what it was on day one. But it made it difficult, but Hastings managed to find a way and uh, late because they were tied with Eastern Wyoming going into that day and ended up coming away with one stroke victory as a team. So, and you had two guys play the top five. So, I wouldn't say not too bad for your home home invite to come away with a, a team win out of it. Yeah, Ryan Burns takes third. Jaden Rogers takes fifth, and a few other guys there in the, in the top ten, top fifteen. So, uh, big team title for the Broncos. They're having a good year. Gabe Escaleras had a really good uh, season so far. Three wins. He's tapered that off a little bit here the last few weeks, but. Um, you know, the Broncos are in maybe better shape than they've ever been as far as golf goes. I say Coach Tyler Dev got that, got that squad going right now. And especially on the women's side, they're, they competed well yesterday too, last few days as well. So it's, um, things are coming there at Houston College, on the Houston College golf team. So be prepared to hear a lot about them here in the next few years to come. Yeah. Just some notes for this weekend, Nick. Yeah, just looking at the prep uh, action coming up. I think we are nearing the postseason. Class size wrapping up this weekend. The districts uh, will start next week. Golf also starts their districts next week. And uh, the seeding school softball will come out tomorrow, I believe. And, uh, yeah, I mean, postseason's already upon us. Yeah, I, I think the fall maybe flies by the fastest. There's so much going on, so many different sports. And, uh, yeah, volleyball's got, you know, its sub-districts coming up in a few weeks. But softball, I mean, we've got some good squads. We've got Hastings High, who's doing well. Obviously, they've been historically good. They missed state for the first time last year uh, in, I think, seven years. So I'm um, trying to get back to that place under new ho new head coach uh, Blake Marquart. And then uh, St. Cecilia, Ryananuka keeps doing you know great things with, with the Hawkettes and uh, coming off that state runner-up finish. Tough way to, to end it last year, but you know looks like another squad that can, can get back to that game. So, Yeah, Mike Will. Appreciate your time tonight, man. Anything else going on? We need to 
We need to settle on here. Looks like another busy weekend, huh? Yeah. You said you're going to St. Paul. I'm going to St. Paul Friday. I'm going to Hastings College on Saturday. Nick, where are you going? Let's see. I'm going to Shipley on Friday. Uh, see that Johnson Brass versus CBS game. Uh, yeah. Have, uh, picked against them, I guess. So <laughs> yeah, I get the pleasure of watching the the Bulldogs, the, or not the Bulldogs, but the the two great running backs in this area, and that would be uh, Brecken Schluter and. And Sam Sourdyke, those two, uh, Thayer Central versus EMF, going uh, going at it in friend on Friday night. Marcus, he, he's got the, a Thursday assignment. And how'd you get a Friday off in the middle of the football season? That's this man right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to Shelton on uh, tomorrow night against the Threat Club. Probably an interesting game. So Friday night off, and I might join you, Mike, up at St. Paul. I might go watch Adam Central play. So it might be a good game to share as well. So hopefully that comes through. All right, Just that's uh, what's uh, coming up uh, this week. Again, uh, Thanks for inviting us down to the Down South Bar and Grill in DeWeese. If you have not been here, make it a point. Uh, even if you're in Hastings, come on down. This is a, a unique place, a very good place to come. And uh, Wednesday is a wing night. Uh, that's what everybody's enjoying. But uh, there's burgers and all kinds of different sandwiches. You get meals. you got all kinds of pizza and salads. They've got a kid's menu, too. So uh, load up uh, the troops, bring the entire family down, and the folks down here at Down South Bar and Grill will actually take care of you.